All right, well, hey, everyone, we are back with a new episode. I hope you all are caught up and ready for some new content. I'm going to pray, and we will jump right in. So let's pray. Father Jesus, Holy Spirit, do just do what only you can do, God. Fill the space that we're in with your presence and soften our hearts so that we can be changed by you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, guys, we're going to start with a story today. Story time. Here we go. It's going to be slightly on the side of like oversharing, but I think it'll make you laugh. And it's kind of relevant to what I'm going to be talking about today. So um, preface to the story, I take a lot of medications like every day and I can already hear Ben and Michael saying that's because you're old and that's fine. You know, whatever. I'm old. That's, (laughs) you know, it is what it is. Anyway, I take a lot of medications every day, about eight pills a day total. A couple of those are like the same pill twice a day. Uh, but one of them is just a multivitamin. Um, and I think taking a multivitamin is important because our American diet, even the healthy food that we have available to us, doesn't really give us all we need because, you know, the nutrients have really been depleted in our land for the most part. Um, so I take a daily supplement to just fill the gaps. And here's the the oversharing portion. So the other day, I was in the bathroom, and the door was shut, and I was, as my buddy calls it, filing some paperwork, right? I was, I was pooping. Okay. Um, I was, I was filing some paperwork and, uh, as I was filing that paperwork, my wife yells to me and she says, babe, have you been taking women's multivitamins? And I of course reply, no. And I'm sure you're already, you, you know exactly where this is going. And she replies back, are you sure? And I say, no, toss the bottle in here. So she cracks the door, tosses me the bottle, and as I am positive you've guessed it, the bottle says multi, and then right under multi, it says for her. Multi for her. Multi for her. It's a bottle of 120 pills, and I had about five left. I had about five left. I'd have been taking women's multivitamins every day for months. For months. So (laughs) I wasted no time, went and purchased men's multivitamins later that evening, and I'm happy to announce that my nipples are no longer sore. I'm just kidding. Um, That part never happened, but I did get a wildly inappropriate daily dose of folic acid and folate, so my egg production should be off the charts. Just very, very fertile, I guess. Um, so yes, um, there's your, there's your funny story of the day. Um, and I'm sure it will result in many comments in the near future. And that's fine because I love those kind of relationships. Um, so with that story, uh, let's jump into today's ironically relevant episode. So we're in second Peter chapter one, verses five through eight. And this is what it says. Make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue and virtue with knowledge and knowledge with self-control and self-control with steadfastness and steadfastness with godliness and godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So he ends with that. Um, like, here's the purpose of this. You know, if these qualities are yours, they're increasing. They keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ and in knowing Jesus Christ. 
So let's take a look at the the one of the first words we read there, supplement. All right. And you might be kind of getting this tie-in uh, with my, my multivitamin for her story. Um, the word supplement, if you just do a quick Google search, um, will give you this definition. Supplement is something added to complete a thing, make up for a deficiency, or extend or strengthen the whole. You know, Peter's saying here that faith is incomplete by itself. Faith is incomplete by itself. It's a lot like what Chris talked about this past weekend in James 2. Um, uh, James 2 verse 17 says, you know, so also faith by itself, if it, do, if it does not have works, is dead. Um, and verse 22, talking about Abraham's faith, says faith was completed by his works. Faith was completed by his works. Uh, faith is the foundation. It's the foundation of our identity in Christ. And a foundation is something that is supposed to be built upon, right? Like when you're building a house, you put the foundation first, you build the rest of the house on the foundation. Our faith is the same thing. Faith is the foundation of our identity in Christ, and a foundation is supposed to be built upon. So when Peter, and James, obviously for that matter, says to supplement your faith, he's saying that faith alone is incomplete without these qualities. And he names these qualities specifically because they matter. You know, it's almost like him telling us if we add different qualities to our faith, it would be like, you know, just to grab a random illustration, like like a man taking women's supplements, right? They don't really help. You need to build on your faith with appropriate things, with appropriate supplements. So let's break down this list of what he says that we should add to our faith. All right. Supplement your faith with virtue. Supplement your faith with virtue. Now, I had to look this up because that's a word that I feel like we all kind of know. Um, like, all right, virtue. Patience is a virtue. What does that even freaking mean? What the heck? Virtue. So, another Google search. Um, moral excellence and righteousness. Virtue means moral excellence and righteousness. So, in addition to your faith, live a morally excellent life. Now, the only way we actually live a moral life is by following Jesus, right? Truth is truth because it is from Jesus. And morality is only morality because it comes from the truth of, of God's word, of what Jesus uh, has told us and modeled for us. So the only way we can actually live a moral life is by following the example of Jesus and being led by the Holy Spirit. We can't live a moral life um, outside of what we're shown in the Bible, we can't live a moral life by our own strength, our own flesh. It has to come from the Holy Spirit. So, in addition to your faith, in addition to what you believe and what you know, live a morally excellent life. Next, add knowledge. Uh, and he doesn't necessarily mean education. You know, he's not like, okay, hey, you know, faith, morally excellent life, and then go to college. No, he's saying knowledge. Um, and when he talks about knowledge, he means like precisely kind of what Paul says in Romans 12 too. do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, the renewal of your mind that by testing, you may discern and discern just kind of means to know or understand that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. He's saying, Hey, you have to know God. You have to actually know him um, and his will more and more. Um, so do not be conformed to this, but discern, know, understand what is the will of God. 
So in addition to living a morally excellent life, add knowledge, that knowledge of God, that true knowledge of God. Um, and then add self-control. Self-control is a fruit of the Spirit. It's something that can only be added by continually giving oneself over to the Spirit and sacrificing the flesh. Um, it's one of those those things that um, if we're given to the flesh, I'm going to flip over to Romans 8 real quick. Um, this is one of my favorite verses. I've said it, I would say, probably like every other <laughs> every other podcast because it, it's hit me for a good a uh, year plus. Um, those who live according to the flesh, sorry, this is Romans 8, 5. For those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. Um, he says, jumping over to 13, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die, but if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God, are sons of God. So this this uh, this this flesh, if we give in to the flesh, um, negates self control, which is a fruit of the spirit. If we give in to the spirit, then um, we can allow the spirit to give us self control and add that to our faith. Um, add steadfastness is the next on the list. Steadfastness. What the heck is steadfastness? I don't like these long words that we don't typically use. Well, the NLT calls it patient endurance, right? Um, and that's something I can understand a lot easier. Um, this is another fruit of the Spirit, you know, patience. Why is patience so important? Well, I think um, because, like Peter says later in chapter 3, um, he says, The Lord is not slow to fulfill His promises, some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. So we are to have patience because God has patience with us. Um, we should be patient with God and his perfect timing, as well as with others extending grace and mercy because we've received the same grace and mercy from God. Um, so add patience, um, patience not only with other people, but also with God. Um, I don't know if you're like me, but oftentimes, you know, when I'm praying through things, um, I feel like God is really slow in um, uh, answering my request. Um but we need to be patient with God, understand that his timing is perfect, and we need to be patient with others because we've received um, grace upon grace upon grace, and um, they deserve that patience from us as well. All right, add godliness. Uh, when I read this, it felt like a lot like virtue. Um, but if you notice, Peter is um, building on each quality that he mentions, right? It's not all adding to faith. It's not add add to your faith this and add to your faith that and add to your faith this other thing. Um, he's like, okay, we're going to go from this thing, add to your faith virtue, okay? And, and then add to your virtue um, the next thing. I can't remember. I changed my Bible here. Um if you notice, each quality helps kind of build the next quality. Um, and I think godliness comes after patience, probably because we are becoming more like God as we add these qualities. Uh, the next one is add brotherly affection um, or brotherly kindness, depending on the version you read. I think brotherly kindness, I don't know, that's a little clearer. Um, we are all made in the image of God, um, you know, as we see in Genesis. And uh, we should be showing kindness to each other. Um, it's easy to be kind to someone when we remember that they were created in God's image just as we were. 
let, let me let me say that differently. It's not necessarily easy, but it might be easier easier to be kind to someone when we remember they were created in God's image just as we were. Um, they might not reflect that image all the time, but we know that they bear that image and deserve our kindness, not because of what they do, but because of who made them. Okay, so add brotherly affection, add brotherly kindness because they bear the image of God just as we do. And the last thing in his list says, add love. Jesus says, obviously, the greatest commandments are love right? Paul says the greatest of these things is love. Um, Jesus says, greatest commandments, love, love God, love others. Um, so Brian Luce was telling me the other day that lists communicate more than we typically understand. He said that typically the thing that is listed first and the thing that is listed last are the most important things in that list. And I thought that was just super interesting. Um, and since he told me that, it's made me look at lists a lot differently. And I think in this case, it's interesting to see that the, the two things that are listed first and then last are virtue, which again is moral excellence, and then love. Now, not that the others are not important, but they each probably fall into one of those two categories, that all those things in the middle of that list fall in moral excellent, living a morally excellent life, or and or into love. Um, and Peter's saying, add these things to your faith. Um, add these things to your faith, because your faith is just a foundation that we're supposed to add onto, right? It's something that we are building upon. Uh, don't add the wrong things, right? Don't add the, the wrong supplements, um, uh, but supplement your faith. By the power of the Holy Spirit, add the things that Peter's talking about and build upon your faith. Build upon your faith. That's all I got for today. Build upon your faith, guys. Let's pray. Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, don't let me be content with just a foundation. Like, I don't want to just have faith and stop. I pray that you would give me all the qualities um, necessary to build on my faith in a way that completes it just like your word says, just like Peter uh, says, just like James says, just like Paul says. Um, thank you for your word, for speaking through these people and giving us uh, this book that we call the Bible. Um, just thank you for it, God. Help us to build upon our faith. God, I'm yours. Just my life is yours, all of it. Um, give it to you. Do what only you can do, God. Change me. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right, I'm going to play some music. Uh, just take some time to pray. Ask the Holy Spirit to build onto your faith and just obey everything he says.
All right, I'm going to close in prayer, but if you need more time, just rewind this. Or even, again, just sit in silence. Continue to focus your attention on the Lord and on the Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, Lord, again, my life is yours. Add to it all of you. All of you, God. Less of me, more of you. In Jesus' name.